Hello, welcome to my first podcast of my second project cycle, which is on how opioids affect the Fond du Lac community. Alright, my life source here is Elaine Elizabeth, a.k.a. my mom. Okay, question number one. What is your hypothesis for the outcome of the opioid crisis in Fond du Lac? Thank you so much for having me as your live source, Rowan. I really am excited to be able to share my thoughts and opinions on this. Um, As you know, I do work with a nonprofit organization that is based out of Waukesha County. And we um, we are opening up an office here in Fond du Lac area as well. So this will be our fourth office in the state of Wisconsin. Our nonprofit organization is the largest in the state to deal with uh, overdoses and opioids, any substance abuse treatment and resources, and to help uh, empower the communities. That's what we really face on. So, yes, I am excited to help you out with this. And my hypothesis, <clears throat> I don't think it is something that will ever be solved, Um what I believe is going, what is in the process of happening is people realizing that um, we need to end stigma, which means end any of the negative condensation, condensation, oh my gosh, negative labels that are put on addicts or people that abuse substances. When people feel shamed for abusing, like, opiates, um, I feel that it's a lot less for people... Stop rushing me! For people to ask for help. Now, in cases where people need surgeries and they go to the doctor for... Um, for chronic pain and illness or surgeries is when people really start, this is how the opioid crisis started, is um, the overprescription of pain medication, which then people are unable to get the, the pain relief that they're seeking and lead to street drugs such as heroin um, and um, there's other like methadone and suboxone as well that are to help people get off of heroin and pain pills. When you said opioids, I think it's opioids because opioids is a natural. Yeah, I looked it up. Opioids is a natural. Oh, good job. Is a natural uh, medicine and opioids is a uh, man-made medicine. Manufactured. Yeah. So like the poppy seed. That would be an opiate. Mm-hmm. An opioids. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Next question. What historical event is similar to the opioid crisis and why? Uh, I believe there there's two uh, for different reasons. One is the prohibition because the prohibition, um, they made alcohol illegal. And although it was illegal, people were still, you know, um, hiding it and uh, hiding it and there was becoming more crime and there was becoming more issues because um, people didn't abide by alcohol becoming illegal. So 
Um, the other one is the tobacco. Um, and I believe that what, what really I see in that is like people didn't start realizing that tobacco was deadly until people started dying of lung cancer, throat cancer, mouth cancer, any type of cancer, like all those harmful. They didn't start realizing that until people were, will, were very well on their way into their addiction. And then they had the huge lawsuit where it was just a mess. And so now I'm sure that you've heard that um, there's been, Big Pharma has been sued by, um, by well, I know Ohio State had just a huge um, thing going on. Which, I don't know even what's going to happen with the money. It's not enough to nearly cover the amount of families that have been totally destroyed because of overdoses. And I believe that even if people were to get money, which won't happen, it's not going to be used properly by whoever gets their hands on the money that was settled upon. Okay, um, one question. Do you think... Why, 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 why is it similar? Why is it similar from opioid crisis to the big tobacco or, or the prohibition? Well, what I see in similarities with the prohibition and the opioid crisis is people, people see that the drugs, um, are are creating crime and hostile environments and they're seeing deaths whereas that's how people saw alcohol in the prohibition is that they saw getting rid of alcohol was going to solve their crime and everything like that but in reality I mean making these things a crime doesn't solve anything. Like, it's getting to the root of the problem of why people even pick up opioids in the first place. How did opioids impact the present? How do they impact the present? Yes. So, um, I believe this time... Um, this time in our nation, it is very divided, and I feel that um, that the way overdoses and deaths, opioids, drugs, alcoholism, all of those things, they create more. They create more of a segregation that they. Um, they continue to create gaps between people. They it continues to make like the community impacts a lot larger. Um, people are gain uh, more prejudices. They also, uh, you know, all these deaths are happening, and people are not seeing these deaths as, like, people, as mothers or fathers, sons or daughters. They see them as just junkies. And um, the people that are left with their loved ones that are dead, um, 
it's just it really creates a lot of emotional turmoil be between people okay thank you all right question number four is opioids a economic boost and what is the ethical problem <laughs> um i do believe that um even i mean there's there are solution i mean there's no permanent solution but either if there was a permanent solution that i believe that it's um yes that people gain money off of off of this that that people getting help from from any addiction uh puts a lot of people at risk for losing money um not you know i just feel that it does that people it, it goes in a big circle because people the, what they want to do is to continue to produce other meds that counteract some of the the opioids and what drug addictions can bring on to people and so yes it is i believe money is a big big part of um keeping it out there so ethical problem like you think it's an ethical problem because it's like like they have laws against using overdosing on drugs but at the same time it, the the government is making a lot of money off of it and like uh, pharmacy so is that why you think it's like an ethical problem or yes yes because even the pl some of the places that you go to get help from they get money from big pharma so like um people that support in the in governments and political um, areas people that say they support uh, treatment and and health um, interventions they are also getting money from pharmaceutical companies um, in uh, in other areas so like big organizations that say they want to help the addict also take money from phar pharmaceutical companies and it's, yeah, I, I believe that it, it's an ethical and it's a moral thing. Um, They're basically hypocrites, right? It's two-timing, yeah. And I feel that it's, I feel though like, I mean, I don't know their reasoning behind anything. And, and that's, a, I believe, a big part of that is people assume they know what is going on and, and really... Nobody knows what anybody's, like, motivation is. But, yes, how I see it is it's all politics. Because we have resources out there. It's just that I feel people are very close-minded and are wanting money for things that I feel could or should be free. Okay, thank you. Well, last question, and it's number five. How does opioids affect mar marginalized groups? Hmm. Marginalized groups. So that would be the less uh, population, the population of people who tend to have less of the things in common than the larger group. Mm -hmm. um, how it is affected is it keeps 
them from not relating. It keeps people from not relating to each other. <clears throat> uh, it keeps the poor poor. It keeps the addicted addicted. Um, it, 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 like, people typically stick to their own groups or, you know, whatever their, their level of, um, understanding. So, <clears throat> the opioid, the opioid crisis, if people don't reach out of their comfort zone to help understand marginalized people or marginalized like circumstances like being poor being on assistance and not being able to get the help that you need because because treatment is ridiculously expensive like if people don't reach out of their comfort zone to really understand and help like it just keeps us stuck where we're at okay Thank you for all those really nice uh, answers. You did excellent. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's it for, for the first podcast, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.